Welcome to the audio podcast of Morning Psalms and Prayers from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. A weekday devotional time in the Psalms. Good morning. Welcome to Morning Psalms and Prayer. It is July 17th. It is Friday. You've made it through another week. Hopefully you're able to finish strong today. And we will begin again, as we always do, believe it or not, with a prayer for illumination from Hughes Elephant Old. Let us pray. Blessed be the Lord, the great God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed you are, O God most pure, pure and holy light, the pure source of everything right. Purify us, O fountain of life, wellspring of wisdom, word of God from the beginning. Guard us by your word, the fortress of truth, the two-edged sword. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, we are still in Psalm 31 today. We read through verse 13 yesterday, and as I pointed out, uh, 13 kind of left us up in the air. We'll, we'll take a look at it here. Uh, we'll maybe read verse 13 as we go here, if I can find the right thing to click. Uh, we'll read verse 13 for context. For I hear the whispering of many tear on every side, as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. So now as we come into the second half of this, that is... The circumstance, circumstances we're in. There are those who are plotting to take the psalmist's life. And so we begin with verse 14. Hear the word of the Lord. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. O Lord, let me not be put to shame, for I call upon you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go down silently to Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak insolently against the righteous in pride and contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, and worked for those who take refuge in you, in the sight of the children of mankind. In the cover of your presence you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me when I was in a besieged city. I had said in my alarm, I am cut off from your sight, but you heard the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cried to you for help. Love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all who wait for the Lord. So we're back with this psalm, and once again, we have the psalmist, we have, we have David in some trouble. Like I said, we ended yesterday with that uh, sense of tension of what was going to happen. David is in trouble, but what is his response? As we come to verse 14, we see here, but I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. He's not putting his trust in himself. He's not even letting him, he's not even forfeiting himself to the fate that his enemies would have for him. Instead, what is he doing? He's saying, I trust in you, O Lord. Why? Because he is his God. He has seen what God has done for him. He trusts in his word. He trusts in the promise that he has and knows that God will not break that promise. And so he says, verse 15, my times are in your hand. And look at the contrast here. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my, my persecutors. He wants to be in the hand. He trusts that he's in the hand of God. And so he wants to be rescued from the hand of his enemies. Notice what it's saying there. He's, he's, he's pointing out that right now he feels as though he's in the hand of his enemies. 
but he trusts more in the hand of God. He trusts that ultimately his, his entire time, so the entirety of his life is in the hand of God. So he's going there. And so what does he say? Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. He's, he's trusting that God will be faithful to him, that he has steadfast love for him because he is God's anointed. And then as this, this chapter finishes out, it says, love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. Now, as we see that in verse 23, what we see is a contrast here, that God is going to preserve the faithful. And he promises that he, and he trusts the promise that God will repay those who are evil. And so there, here's the contrast here. He is among the saints. And he trusts that God is going to take care of the problems that he sees in his world, in his life, everything that's going on. And so verse 24, he says, be strong and let your heart take courage, all who wait for the Lord. Again, this was last Friday, uh, I believe, or maybe it was on Monday, but we talked about waiting for the Lord. He's saying, look, love the Lord, those of you who are believers. God is going to preserve the faithful. Be faithful. Trust that he's going to pay just, justice on those who do evil. So be strong and let your heart take courage, all who wait for the Lord. David is calling out here, saying that, that there are things going on, but he trusts ultimately in God. And that is what we are called to do also. We want quick answers so badly. Waiting for the Lord is hard. But... We are called to be strong. We are called to take heart. And doing this is important for us because we may not see the answer we want to our prayer immediately. We may not see it uh, in a short period of time at all. We may not see it in a long period of time. It may take a long time for us to see uh, the promise of God come to fruition for us. But yet we are called to be strong and to let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Why? Because he preserves the faithful. Remember, preservation is a long-term thing. Uh, it, preservation isn't just something that happens in the moment. Preservation happens for a long time. If it was going to be, if it's something quick, we don't bother with preserving it, right? We don't bother uh, keeping, uh, doing things to preserve things that, that don't matter. But God, it says that God, the Lord preserves the faithful. And so we have to trust that in the long term, in the time that God has, has allotted, which is eternity, that he is going to be faithful. And we have that sure promise in Christ, right? Uh, so easy for us to be caught up in the moment. Like I said, that fast food mentality, we want an answer now. But the truth that God preserves the faithful is the fact that he has given us Christ and that he is giving us this gift that keeps us in faith, that keeps us in his hands. This is the ultimate thing that we have. And we need to be looking to that. And we have to trust that even when bad things happen, we're going to wait on the Lord. We're going to be patient. We're going to let God's justice happen. We're going to let God's goodness happen. We're going to let him do his work. And so love the Lord, all you his saints because he has first loved you in Jesus Christ. Let us go to prayer. Loving God, we trust in you, O Lord, and proclaim to the world that you are our God. 
Our times are in your hand, and we trust that you rescue us from the hand of our enemies and from our persecutors. We pray that you would make your face shine on your servants and know that in Christ, that we are saved because of your steadfast love. Today, we lift up our prayers to you for the churches in our community. We pray that each would be a beacon for your truth. We pray for the pastors that serve those congregations, grant them strength and wisdom and build them up as they faithfully proclaim your word. Each congregation is unique and has special ministries, and we pray that you would bless those who serve their congregations and our community to the glory of your holy name. And so we remember your abundant goodness today, O Lord, which you have stored up for those who fear you. Grant that we would be faithful to you, for you have wonderfully shown us your steadfast love. By your word and spirit, build up our love for you, that we might be your faithful witnesses to your world. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. Have yourself a very good Friday and a great weekend. Take care. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast feed so you don't miss an episode. If you would like more information on our congregation, you can find it at edgertonfrc.org. You can also watch the videos of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.